Peter chapter 4. Get situated here in a minute. Apologize. First Peter chapter four, and um, I have a thought this morning. Um, if you stand with me. All right, um, starting with verse 1, I'd like to read um, starting with verse 1. And um, it says, For as much then as Christ hath suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that hath suffered in the flesh hath ceased, ceased from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time um, in the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of God. And if you would go down to verse 7, it says, But the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer. And above all things, have, have fervent charity among yourselves. For charity shall cover... Um, the, uh, cover the multitude of sins. Use hospitality one to another without grudging. As every man have received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracle of God. If any man minister, let him do it as the ability which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial. I could say fairy there, but I won't. Fiery trial, uh, which is to try you as through some strange thing happen unto you. But rejoice in as much as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. If ye be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye. For the spirit of glory and of God resteth upon you. On their part he is evil spoken of, but on your part he is glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer or as a thief or as an evildoer or as a busybody in other man's matters. Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. 
Today, I'd like to minister upon living with eternity in view. Lord, will you help me today? Will you minister and move in this service? Will you give us assurance, encouragement, a mighty God that our spirits would be, Lord, lifted up, and God, that we glorify you, honor you, live for you, serve you, and I'll give you the praise and the glory. And I ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Um, I, I thought about this this past week. As a Christian, though, brothers and sisters, I think we need to realize that, that, that as eternity is only just a breath away, that, that you know, as, I, as you look at me, you, you know, you think, well, you know, of all people. But, but, but it's, it's, it's something that, that, that's going to happen. It's something that's going to take place. It's something that, that um, a lot of people don't want to think about. They don't want to talk about. And, and, uh, but uh, um, I, I think it's important that we live. Uh, it's not something that has to be in, ever, in, in our conversations uh, um, all the time. I, I don't think it's something 
Let, let you know, every word that comes out of our mouth has to be something in, in, in the sense of, of, of death. But I think it's something that we need to understand that in our life, we need to live with the idea, the understanding that we need to have eternity in view. And, and brothers and sisters, I believe it's important us as Christians, us of all, to live with that idea. I, I'm glad that, 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 that I uh, uh, um, um, uh, made peace with God many years ago. I, I am. I am so glad. But, but I know that, that this is not something that, that we want to dwell upon. And, uh, and I know that it's something that we kind of want to rest in the back of our mind. But I also know that I think it's important that, that, that we realize where we stand in eternity. And, and, and I think what is important is, as Christians, we need to know having a Savior is important. I, I think of, of things in life. Uh, um, you know, the Bible said, what does it profit a man if he gained the whole world? What does, would it profit us if we gained all the popularity all the riches, all the wealth, have no wants here on this earth, but we uh, 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 um, do, do not do nothing uh, uh, in preparation for what is going to happen, and that is death. Brothers and sisters, I think it, above all else, it doesn't matter what I gain here on this earth. God has blessed me. God has blessed me with a wife. God has blessed me with children. God has blessed me with grandchildren. God has blessed me with a job. God has blessed me with a home. God has blessed me with automobiles. God has blessed me uh, 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 in many ways. But brothers and sisters, the greatest blessing I receive is that when I know that I have a Savior. That's what's important. That's what's important. Amen. I count my blessings not in the sense of what I can show you right now. But I count my blessings in knowing that I have Jesus. Then Jesus uh, uh, is my Lord and Savior. And you know, brothers and sisters, when I am so glad that when our Savior was here on this earth, that when our Savior lived here, and he only lived for a short period of time, he, he died. At a young age, so to speak, he died as a as a man just in his prime in a sense of 33, probably around 33 years old when he was crucified. But in those 33 years that Jesus lived here, I am so thankful that every day of his life he had focus. And what was important for him was eternity. He lived for eternity. You know... He was a man. He had the same passions that me and you had. He had the same appetites. He got hungry. He got tired. He got sleepy. There, and, 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 and he seen the conditions. He lived in hardship and, 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 and lived in, uh, uh, he seen uh, the, uh, the, the nation, the country of Israel. And he seen the occupation of the Roman Empire. He seen the sicknesses and diseases. He's seen all the hardships and terribleness things. And you know something? He had the power to make change. 
He had the power to do things. He, he could help people. He could heal people. He could even raise people from the dead. He could feed people. He, had to, he was able to stop the wind from blowing. He could make storms go away. He had uh, unlimited access to powers that, that could change things. And do you think maybe as a human he was tempted when he seen the suffering of his people to change their conditions? Do you think when he seen the Roman soldiers and the way they treated uh, 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 the people that they were uh, rulers over, do you think that that might have bothered him? Do you think the high taxes and the, and the pain wouldn't have tempted him? Thank God that he didn't look just in the, the day that he lived, but he looked beyond the day that he lived, and he lived with eternity in view. And he, he used to think, well, why could he allow that stuff to go on? Because he realized that his purpose was more than just what he was doing at that particular time in his life. He was living for eternity. He was living to become a savior, not only for the generation of that hour, but he was going uh, to living for the generations behind him of the past. He was living for the generations of the future that would come. He was looking for the suffering and the hardships and the pain and the hopelessness of this life. And he, his purpose was that, uh, in Hebrews uh, chapter 12, it says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Do you think Jesus lived with eternity in view? As I look around, amen. I believe it's important to have a Savior. But also I believe it's very important for me and you to have a prayer life. I believe it's very important for me and you to be intercessors. I believe that day should not go by that we do not. Uh, uh, spend some time of that day in prayer. I believe eternity should be in our view constantly. I mean, I believe that eternity should be in a place that every hour I live, I should be uh, 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 in a state and, 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 and ability to be able to cry out and say, Lord, I need you. We need some serious prayer. Amen. I realize that the closer I get to death. I need to pray. And I need to always have prayers ready to be uttered. And, and then those prayers are for God's help, for my Savior's help, for, for, for guidance and direction, for strength and encouragement. Amen. I guess it's going out on our public face. I want to be careful how I say it. But I know this week, uh, it, it shocked me of, 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 of conversations that I heard from, from some people. And one was that the hope of peace of God, having the peace of God. And, 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 and were good words. The words were wonderful uh, to be said. But I guess what shocked me was I had never heard 
particular, some particular people ever mention anything about their faith. I'm glad that this has got us thinking about faith. But brothers and sisters, I think it's very important for each day, not the sun to go down, that we are ready to share our faith to whomever we I think it's important that we let people know that, 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 that what's important in my life, Jesus Christ is important. What is important in my life is having a prayer life. That as someone that I can talk to, glory to God. I like talking to every one of you. Amen. But you know something? I like talking to Jesus. I like talking to him. Having a prayer life. Not only that, I think living with eternity in view. I believe it's important as having a servant's heart. Amen. As Peter said, I think hospitality and helping one another. I think that's very important. I think, brothers and sisters, let let let, let give us purpose in life. Amen. You know, as 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 fleshly humans as we are. We're selfish. It's a natural. It's natural. Self comes first. Amen. Who's important in my life? Me <laughs> is important in my life. We've discussed that. We have uh, 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 explained that. And I think it's real. But you know what? If we're living with eternity in view, and we're living with heaven on our mind, and we're living for a better place and a better time and a better hope. I believe it's important that we have a servant's heart. That we're willing to serve those around us. Not the one, not only the ones that we care about, not only the ones that are important to us, not only our, 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 our friends, our family. But I believe, Brother Smith, it's important that we have a servant's heart, that we're willing to serve those that we do not know, that live out beyond these walls, that are strangers. Brother Jeffries was mentioned, love your neighbor day. It's a day that we have an opportunity to serve our community. We give them things. To us, it might be junk, but to them, it could be a treasure. We give them a hot dog if they want it. We give them a, a, a snow cone, if that's right. We give them cotton candy. We'll even give them a car wash. But you know what? I believe and that, that the most important thing and the most greatest opportunity that we have, we need to serve them what's important. The most important thing for us is we need to serve them of the love of Jesus Christ. We need to have a servant's heart, willing to share. We realize how hard things are and how life can be. We realize how messed up things can become in our lives. And what's the greatest thing can we give? That is having a servant's heart, a heart. That's willing to serve. That's what Jesus came to do. That's what he was. He was a servant. He was a servant. 
And who did he serve? He served me and you. Did we deserve that? No, we did not. Praise God. But he's willing to serve. We like to serve people that's convenient for us. We like to serve people that's easy. Yeah, I, I, I love spoiling my grandkids. I do. I love spoiling uh, my children. I love doing nice things for them. I love doing nice things for my wife. I do. I tried my best to find her a peanut butter queen. No, Mr. We only tried one place, and they didn't have them. And they said it's because of allergies. Dunkin' Donuts, you'd think they'd have a peanut butter queen. And I thought it would be an easy thing to accomplish, but I couldn't. They didn't have it. I did that because she had took one of my Pepsis the other night. And I thought it was my Pepsi, so I took it. And she had all expectations to come home and drink a cold diet Pepsi. And she didn't find the cold diet Pepsi. So I felt like I messed up there. So I knew an easy fix because I had heard her say she likes peanut butter cream filled donuts. So I thought I would do that. You know what? I, that was easy. Sometimes in life, being a servant, we need to be willing to serve everyone. Not just those that are easy to serve. What about the difficult ones? What about the ones who don't want to be served? What about the ones that say they don't have no needs? A servant's heart. But you know what? Not only living with eternity in view, we need to have having to suffer for Christ. That's a hard one. That's one that um, in a natural sense, they, none of us in here want to go through hardships and suffering. But you know something? Living for Jesus, living for eternity in view, that's part of the program is to have to suffer. Have to go through hardships. You know, it'd be nice that when you got saved, we could be exempt from pain. But you know something, brothers and sisters? Pain is real. Pain is real. And you know something what pain will do? Pain will put us in focus of better, something better to Glory to God. Something that's a whole lot better. You know, I wonder if we didn't suffer here on this earth, if we want to really depart from this world. Would we really want to give up the the nice things, uh, uh, the riches and the, and, and, and the things of value that we think there's value out there? But you know, when I start hurting and the pain comes, I really do start living with eternity. I remember, glory to God, there's a better place. A whole lot better place than where we're at right now. Amen. That's what we need to, uh, uh, to realize when, when the hardships come. When, 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 when the pain comes. When, when they're overwhelming. Because then we're going to find ourselves in serious 
Uh, as, as David says, from the ends of the earth for I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou art a shelter for me in the time of storm and a strong tower from my enemies. What does suffering do? Suffering makes me want to get out of this mess. Suffering wants me to get away from the pain. And eternity has a blessing and hope. Because Jesus said, let not your hearts be troubled. Let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in me, believe also in God. In my Father's house are many mansions. And if it were not so, I would have told you. And he says, I go. What? He says, I go to prepare a place for you. Glory to God. When the hardships come, don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Don't say that life's worth not living for. I want you to know something. Every breath I breathe, I get one breath closer to eternity. Eternity used to fear me, scare me. Eternity used to keep me awake at nights. Eternity would put a pit in my stomach. Eternity would scare me. But I've made peace with my Savior. And eternity, this hour, is a blessing. Eternity is something to live for. That's what God wants us to have, living with eternity in view. He doesn't want to see none of us perish. He doesn't want to see none of us go in eternity without his help, without his guidance, without his direction, without his assurance, without his salvation. And if we grasp that now, then we can live with eternity as a blessing and something to long for. That's why today as Christians, if you are scared of eternity, you don't have to be. You don't have to be. None of us has to be scared of eternity. We can have that peace and that assurance. What a day that'll be when my Jesus also When I look upon his face, one who saved me by his word. Glory to God. I'm longing for that hour. I'm longing for that day. Peter said the end is near. Glory to God. It is near. It's only one breath away. Or a trickling of an eye when the trump of the Lord shall sound. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. And all those that remain shall be caught up with him to be in the air. I don't know about you, but I want to live with eternity in view. Longing for that Lord be with us. Mighty God. Help us.
Give us that peace and that assurance. And Lord, we look unto you, the author and finisher for our faith. Mighty God, for the joy that was set before you, you endured the cross up, despising the shame, and now you're there. You're there, Lord. You're in heaven right now. You're sitting. And mighty God, and you're making intercession for me and others. Lord, let us live of eternity in view. Give us your strength, your mercy, your grace, and I ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Will you come and find a place around God's door? Make us an home.